welcome to Super Flans. It's a Bake Off podcast about, well, Bake Off. My name's Tasty Morsels, and I am wrapping up for the year, much mm. like this show. And I'm joined by my good friend, Sarah. Hello, I am Sarah, and I had a lovely time with this episode because my fave and your fave, Alison, was back, and I was very Woo-hoo. happy. Um. I was disappointed with this Me episode. Me too. I'm not going to lie. I don't understand what... It was the, just underwhelming. The, the showstopper was like, what? Sorry, what? That's like a week Are one Are you kidding? Thing. Yeah, and then the technical was, what? Lardy cakes? Why that? I guess they wanted them to work with <clears> the pastry <throat> and the laminating and stuff, but like... It was so weird. It was so weird. So weird. Like this, I thought the signature was quite good. I liked the signature. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, clays are kind of boring, but I, I, I there's a bit of quite a bit of skill in. But there's, 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 there's different types of technique and and decoration and all of that sort of stuff. Like it hits all of the points that you're worried about. So I think eclairs yeah. are quite a decent signature, okay. but. Weird week. Yeah, weird week. I, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid I was a bit underwhelmed. I was very underwhelmed by the showstopper and just very confused by the technical. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, yeah. All right, well, let's get into it. <laughs> we didn't... <laughs> this is going to be a fun ride today, people. Um, we, didn't have a, we didn't have an opening skit because we had a reel. Yes, but the beauty of the reel did mean that we got to once again hear Prue say those magical words. Tell us about your beaver. Nikki, tell us about your beaver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which we, we did get that again. Yeah, I'd forgotten about that. I had not. And Prue's face was excellent. I'm so glad they played that again. Do you think it was, did we discuss this already if we thought it was a setup or not? What do you mean? I don't remember. You think? Like, do you think they told her to say it? told Prue to say it yeah oh maybe I'm sure look I'm sure there's a level of direction given by the producers that we just don't think about um mm. because what we also need to remember is that all of these things are going to be shot multiple times from multiple directions as well you know whenever you hear people talking about um you know, people like on, on Drag Race and other things like that, they talk about having to, and, and on particularly, not not so much the competition reality TV shows, but like the ones that are like super not scripted day in the life kind of unscripted Real ones. Housewives. Yeah, those sorts of things. Those You read interviews with those people or people who are on The Bachelor mm. or any of that sort of stuff and they talk about having to redo shots. You know, they talk oh, about production. totally. Arsenal. And even in so, this... Especially the bits where they're like giving the spiel, they would reshoot it. I think yeah. the critiques they probably just set up two cameras and they can switch between them. Yeah, but for sure, like anything where they're having to introduce it, they've got to get it right. Yeah, because they are following a script. And and I w- I would say with with a st- when they're sort of establishing, there would be some sort of shorthand. But if you think about it, Prue has probably said those words. So, competitor. Tell us about your insert bake here. So oh, it's not yeah. it's not a sh- it's not you know unlikely that she could have that. come out with it. So yeah. I think it was just kind of magic, personally. 
Yeah, I funnily enough because her I read, face said whoops. <laughs> I read an article uh yesterday by an ex baker. I can't remember which one it was. It was like a former Michael, competitor. Yeah, former competitor on Bake Off, which was basically just saying the formula is old and tired and feels a bit forced and yeah, which I would to some extent agree that the formula is a little bit overdone. I like, I'm kind of starting to get a little bit. They're not wrong. Okay. I just, I, and I don't think they necessarily need to change it up that much. I think it still needs to retain that core idea of multiple bakes, but I'd just like to see them experiment with how they approach the challenges maybe a little bit differently. How do you mean? I think I've kind of talked about this before. Not on this season, but like I'd love to see on Bread Week, they do a multiple day bake. Yes, you have talked about that before. Yes. Yeah, but I think it was on the other seasons, which aren't up anymore. But um, yeah, like something like that, where it feels like something that you would do at home as well. Like I want to see them, you know, they they avoid doing things like croissants because they can't do the proving properly. And was it last week's episode, Josh talked about how he would usually make pastry over a couple of days, not in four hours. Yeah, exactly. And I get that having to do it in such a short frame of time is challenging and adds pressure. And if you get it right, it really works and you get big kudos for it. So there's a big payoff. Mm. But there are just some bakes that they just never really get to do properly. Like I'd like to see them do sourdough. Like they get given a starter and they have to make sourdough bread. That is a, uh, a whole day process. Like, or even really but is overnight. That, but is that expensive and boring television? I think you would need to do, well, I mean, it works for Pottery Throwdown though, where they do it over a couple of days and they have a challenge in the middle. So I think you would start the episode with saying, this is your multi-day challenge. We will cut into it as we go through the episodes and then have mm. two two different other challenges in between. So it's kind of you get to see a progression, mm. which is exactly what they do on Pottery Throwdown. Yes. And I think it works quite well. Yeah. you just got to make the challenges right. And they've got to be interesting challenges, I guess. That's one thing. Mm. Anyway. Mm. Discussion. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the signatures. And this week, as we already mentioned, they were eclairs. Yeah, so they were asked to make eight exquisite, highly decorative, oh, that's not how you say decorative, highly decorative eclairs. Um, Uh They needed to choose two different types in terms of decoration and flavour. Pretty straightforward. Look, I I thought this was a good signature bake. For the finale, mm, maybe not, but I, I I thought it was a good signature. It feels like it could have been last week's signature, because mm. that's I mean, Anna Claire is a patissier one on one. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Look, it was fun. Um, so what we like to do is we like to play a little game called Eat or Yeet with the signatures, and we're doing a bit of a twist again, uh, like last week. Instead of are saying if we would eat or yeet the bait. Because they offered us two flavours, we have to eat one and yeet the other. I'm so And Sarah annoyed. has told me that she hates this. And I hate it. 
it's my it's my form of torture i feel <laughs> but i also think it's more fun and well Yay! we would only ever do it when there's multiple flavors from one person <laughs> Okay, let's, so first up. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. First up, we have Dan, and he yep. has his He Who Dares eclairs. So one of them was um, strawberries and cream uh, with like uh -huh. a summer fruit punch jelly. And the other one was more of a salted caramel mascarpone cream, and he had praline on top and a tempered chocolate. I want to say disc, but that doesn't describe what it actually ended up being. Because um, disc gives like a circle. tile. Yeah, it was like a tile. Yes, that's much better than disc. Thank you. Um, Dan, Dan foreshadowed himself right at the start. This episode just. Oh, he was, no, shocking, shocking. Um, but was, but at the start happened? of this, he said, I make shoe buns. I've been making shoe buns for years. I have a this recipe it's great i've never gone wrong with it well i bet the well. producers were happy to catch that on film <laughs> <laughs> yes yes he um he forgot to put his icing sugar on top before it went into the oven which like apparently is an important step apparently it makes it crispier and more yeah yeah that makes sense yeah um he left them on the tray and they went soggy his food processor was trying to attack him. I don't know what was going on. It was so far behind, really, really rushing at the end. Like Dan was out of control. Mm. However, I did enjoy him telling us that when he told, because apparently I didn't realize this. I obviously wasn't paying attention to Dan all throughout the season. He hadn't told his children he was on Bake Off. So he I don't only think that came out until okay. this episode. So he told them this week and, um, they were mad at him for lying. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> Which, ex Dad's on TV. Not woo. Dad, you've been lying to us for eight, nine, ten weeks. Um, love it. <laughs> Where I did mean, they think he was going? This... But they feel... I mean, the episodes aren't filmed as they release them. No, but they are filmed on weekends. Yeah. I mean, you could just say he has to go away for work. Every weekend for 10 weeks. I don't know. I don't know what he does. Some people do that. Um, we also got some delightful, I guess we'd say, Cockney rhyming slang. <laughs> he said, you're having a tin bath? And I went, what is that? And Simon Bear goes, having a laugh. And I went, I don't know if you're correct. Are you sure? And he went, no, I'm not. And I went, I'm going to take it. Thank you, partner. Did we look it up? We did not look it up. Shall we look it up? <laughs> no. I like thinking it's having a laugh. Um, so, having yeah, they... Tin bath. That was some loud, loud keys is in right. my ears. There you go. Yeah, I have a mechanical keyboard. Sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is having a laugh. There you go. So, um, well, yeah, they, they did not come out great, in my opinion. No. The whipped cream made the top soggy on his strawberries and cream yeah, one. Yeah, he um. They said they were, they look they were they looked soggy to start with. So even before they'd put them in their mouths, they said they said they looked soggy. Um, I think Prue quite liked the flavor of the strawberries cream one. She said it wasn't too sweet, very strawberries and cream. And as you say, they they told him that he destroyed it by adding too much cream to the top. Um, 
with the salted caramel praline one, they did not like that chocolate tile. It was huge. It was bigger than the yeah. He was, the, they and, said it, it literally Paul was overshadowed. Correct. Like yeah, you need it needs to be smaller than the diameter. Yes, because then otherwise the rest of it is covered Hidden. and in shadow, and yeah. you don't get to see the beautiful, well, maybe not so beautiful, um, shoe pastry. Yeah, and they said that it was. They said the 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 cream or something was a bit grainy, um, mm, and it looked the a mess. Praline was probably not ground up enough. I'm not yeah, quite sure. That might be what it was. Um, but they weren't convinced about. Well, sorry, I think Paul wasn't convinced about the flavor. Prue liked it, but she thought it looked a mess. Yeah. So it was not, not good. Not the feedback that you want to hear. Not in the final? Yeah. Oh, it no. Didn't get much better for him. No, it did not. Uh, um, Josh. Oh, sorry. Would Which one would you eat and which one would you eat? <laughs> you were like, oh, I thought I forgot. <sighs> I don't want either of them. <laughs> Do you want grainy or soggy? I think I'd have to go with soggy because I really don't like praline. Praline, praline. I can't even decide how to say it. You don't like praline? Oh, the nuts. Right, of course. So, like, I like nuts. I just don't like... I don't know. I like some nuts. Fair. I'm very particular about the nuts. That's totally okay. I just said nuts way too many times. (laughs) Very short amount of times. Um... I'm going to go the opposite because I think I prefer the texture of grainy and I don't mind praline. I think it's quite nice. Yeah. And I think chocolate flavouring of things is much more forgiving than strawberry and cream. I agree. The strawberry and cream I think is a bit terrifying, to be honest. I just think it's a bit simple. It's not interesting. Um, Josh, he had tropical and mocha eclairs. So his tropical one used coconut, mango, and raspberry flavors, um, and mm. then the the mocha one was a coffee pastry cream, um, and he mm-hmm. had dark chocolate and coffee icing on it, and he also popped some chocolate crackerlin on top of the shoebox. Yeah, that looked nice. The crackerlin, which I thought was a cute um, touch. Uh, he was asked by Noel. Um, this all your fruit and he said no no I have no fruit left in my garden because I've used it on all the preceding episodes so I didn't have any left for the finale (laughs) oh well maybe production could pay for it (laughs) um instead of raiding his garden you know what I always forget about um the sort of like the the b-roll from home stuff and I Mm. um I did I I cried I cried when when Josh's mum was talking about his nanny I cry. It's very sweet, isn't it? Mm, it's beautiful. It's really nice. Um, I also appreciated when Alison asked Josh, uh, what's the one thing he's going to miss from the tent? He said, well, you, of course, to Alison. And Alison was like, right answer, best answer. Yeah. And then Noel chucked a little tantrum. <laughs> he said, seven years I've been on this show. He was not <laughs> pleased. He, he thought it was funny. They all had a good laugh. I mean, it was very it's, cute. Hard. it's hard to compete with just how charismatic Alison Hammond is. She is spectacular. Uh, I'm yeah. so desperate. Because she in do, love with she her. is a morning show host as well. Yeah. Yeah. Which is an interesting transition, but makes well, sense for her. I think 
I think she was discovered on Big Brother. I think you are correct. Like, I don't, I think she was on Big Brother. I don't watch that stuff, but I think you're correct, yeah. I, I sent you a TikTok about it. I don't know if you watched it. It was a lot, it was a few weeks ago. I sent you a TikTok talking about Alison, uh, but maybe you didn't get into not. it because they were, they were like. Because it's um, TikTok and I don't TikTok. You don't need to go on TikTok to look at TikTok. You don't need the app. You can just open it in the browser. Yeah, but I'm just like, oh, it's TikTok. Oh my gosh. Snob. Unnecessarily snobby. Anyway, not important. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she was discovered on, on Big Brother. Um, right. And then obviously then you translate into, she did, did some other reality TV as well, I think. I think she's done Dancing with the Stars, except that's oh, right. called okay. overseas, Strictly Come Dancing, um, and yes. a couple of other things. And obviously she's now basically a, a morning show slash journalist. She does interviews. I think I've said before on this season, one of my favorite things to watch and it comes across TikTok quite regularly um, <laughs> is her interview from um, Blade Runner 2046 or whatever, whatever the new one was called. 2049. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Um, <laughs> I've watched it so many times. That's she what. interviews Harrison Ford and Ryan Gosling and it is oh, chaotic and Harrison Ford laughs and it's beautiful and i just it's hard to get him to laugh he's a grumpy old man yeah anyway i think she's brilliant and hiring her was great and i know that she has had moments where she's not perfect but she's recently had a really good one they had cliff richard on them on 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 her show and Mm. he said some rude things about not wanting a photograph with Elvis because he'd gained weight. I saw this. And he didn't want to have a photograph of him and Elvis, fat Elvis, on his fridge. And then and he, that and that he was died. what he regretted. Yes. Like, and so so he said, you know, don't he was like he was like, don't wait to take that photo. Don't wait for people to lose weight. And Alison made a comment about how um she so she she'd made a comment earlier on can't you know that was a silly reason to wait or something like that. And then later on she said, I guess that's why you don't want me around your house. And I was like, oh, beautiful. I mean, <laughs> She's why would you even bring that story up on national TV? It was TV? so weird. So weird. So weird. Like, and he didn't seem to think of anything of it. It was wild. It was wild. I don't know how like, recent it is. It doesn't look too long ago. No, um, it was definitely like a very recent thing, like in the last couple of weeks. Mm. Yeah. Wild. And I guess it came up because the Priscilla film's coming out or is out or will be out oh, in December. Right, so it's yeah. possible that Elvis is still current in like the zeitgeist. Well, there or was also but... the Baz Luhrmann film as well. Yeah, it wasn't that long enough ago that we're not worried about it anymore. Anyway. Um, so here's the Claire's back on them. Yeah. Um, we've talked about the flavors. Um, so. Paul liked the look of them. He said they all looked pretty much the same. Um, Prue thought they were perfectly filled because she gets so cross when she gets an empty eclair. Um, The fruity one, they said delicate but delicious flavours, although Paul thought it was a little bit too sweet and needed something something with a bit of sharpness to cut through Mm -hmm. those quite sweet um, fruity flavours. The coffee one, I think they really liked. Um, they said the chocolate was the right level. The coffee level was spot on. Um, they loved what he'd done with the crackalone. Um, I, I low-key thought he was going to get a handshake the way they were carrying so on the about mocha the, one. the mocha one. Yeah. 
I don't um, think it was firm enough, though, because... Well, no, because then they talked about yeah. how Maddie's was the first properly Crisp. firm one. So, yeah, so yeah, I think like you're probably Like, the pastry right. is not starting to get a little bit moist. Yeah, I think And it's right. hard. That's hard with an eclair. Because, again, sure. they don't have the time to sit them to dry out in the oven like you normally would do. No, absolutely not. Yeah. Because they only have, what, two hours? Oh. Two hours and 15 minutes, it says. I'm sure you said it earlier. I didn't write it down. <laughs> well, that's it's I my job. My job anyway. is to write it down. <laughs> you did not write it oh, down. Sense. Oh, no. <laughs> so I guess uh, we can talk about, oh, no, we have to eat or yeet. We do have to eat. So which one will you eat and which one will you oh, eat? I have to eat the fruit I mean, it's one, pretty... don't I? <laughs> yeah. But fruity clairs are delicious. No, they didn't seem hugely excited. Um, no, I, well, actually, those flavors sound all right. Those flavors sound all right. The, the coconut and the, the mango and lime, probably all right. Yeah. Look, I'm gonna eat the mocha because it did get such good feedback. Mm. Yep. And then I eat the tropical. <laughs> yep. Fair. <laughs> um, Maddie's. He made Black Forest and Banoffee. So his Black Forest one was Black Forest flavours. He had a Kirsch and Chantilly cream with like chunks of cherry on top. Um, mm-hmm. And the Banoffee one, he did like a banana flavoured creme patisserie um, and a walnut and pecan praline. Um, I don't think Maddie does a lot of shoot. <laughs> he seemed really stressed. Um, and actually, this episode was so sweary. So sweary. Um, Maddie had to be bleeped. Yeah, Maddie had to be bleeped multiple times. The first time he he bleeped and, like, looked straight at the camera and said, sorry. And I laughed so hard (laughs) and then went back and showed my partner, I think, three times because I thought it was so funny. Um, But then Dan was swearing later on as well. They they both got... uh, Yeah, I remember at one point Dan was like, don't swear, Dan. And then Dan was swearing later on. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, I did laugh. Um, I also found, we found out something quite cute. Um, Maddie didn't apply himself. His fiance, his girlfriend, Pooh. Yeah. Well, now fiance. Yeah. I, they called her fiance on the TV show before they said they were engaged to be married. You're right. That's weird. But they definitely called her fiance before that. Oh, I didn't pick up. Maybe on they that. hadn't. Maybe yeah. they hadn't picked a, a wedding date. Um, but that was cute. She she was like a another character this episode that we haven't met yet. So that was she nice. She really was. Yeah, she really was. They really ladled it into this episode, which kind of I think would tip some people off. Well, I just think it's funny because like Josh's nan's been with us the whole season. Lara mm. could have been with us the whole season too. I'm just saying. Silent partner. Yeah, yeah. Well, Paul said the cherries looked ridiculous. They did, though. They looked like you'd kind of half-bitten a cherry and put the rest of it on. <laughs> they were just like chunks that he'd like just torn apart. Yeah, it did look torn apart. It did. No, um, no. He should have, I don't know. Yeah. I was just going to say, as you alluded previously, um, Prue said that was the first one that they'd had that was properly firm. So mm. um, they liked the taste. They thought there could have been more cherry. The chocolate was lovely. The booze was good. But most of all, they were excited about the, it, it being a crisp, firm eclair. <laughs> yep. 
Um, and the Banoffee ones, what did they think of those? Well, they said it was missing the caramel. They said, we can see that you've tried to put it on on the outside, but we're getting a lot of the banana. It's perfect for banana lovers, but the caramel isn't there. And if you're going to have Banoffee, you need the toffee. You've got to have caramel of some description. Yeah. Like... And it sounds like it just wasn't strong enough against the banana. Banana, I think, is always an interesting flavor. Um, I avoid it. Because I'm not a huge banana and desserts person either. I like bananas. I, think it's... I like a I like banana as a fruit and I will yeah. eat a banana. The only way I will have banana not in its like raw, unaltered state uh-huh. is I will have it as a banana sugar and butter sandwich. Chop it up and put it on a sandwich. I will do that on right. white bread. Okay. Or I will chop it up on cereal and that is it. No other way. Otherwise it's just banana. Mm. I'll do banana Ill. bread. No, luck ill. But I, so I will do banana bread as a morning thing or an afternoon tea thing. I don't want it as a dessert. Mm. If that makes sense. I don't think of banana bread as a dessert. I I agree. I mean, I don't eat it, but I don't think of it as a dessert. I think of it as like a snack, like a yeah. tea. Yeah. Not a dessert. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but like banoffee pies fine no but not interested i'm not thank you unless there's really nothing else interesting i'm probably going to go for something else yep um yeah all right so which one would you eat and which one would you eat i think and i, I promise to... we'll never play this game again that's not true you'll make me play it next season um... no I, th- I i think it is causing too much heartache <laughs> <laughs> i'll scare you off i think um <laughs> I think I'd have to eat the Black Forest. It didn't sound like there was any coffee in it, so I think I'd be okay. No, there wouldn't be. Yeah, Black Forest. It's chocolate, cream, and kirsch. Even though I don't really love cherry-flavoured stuff, but I think that's the one I'd have to go for. And eat the banana. Banoffee. The banoffee without the Yeah, I'm the same. I'm the same. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. So, technical. Technical. Lardy cake slices. Have you ever heard of this? No! I thought they were all saying larder cake. And I was like, the hell is a larder cake? And then we had to keep watching and I was like, no, they're saying lardy. Lardy cakes. Lardy. What, what is Because it, it has lard in it. Because it has lard in it, obviously. Um, it's kind of like a bread and butter pudding. Kind of. Yeah, I was going to say, no, my brain has lost it. I, it was kind of giving me like Fig Newton, but like not. A little bit. A little but like, bit, yeah. But like spread out rather than sausaged. Do you know what I mean? Like it was kind of giving mm-hmm. me that sort of feel. But I think like, I'm wrong. It's the wrong sort of pastry for that, actually. No, I'm like way off. A, um, like a cinnamon scroll because that's a bread dough. Yeah, maybe like that's a cinnamon a scroll. Bread dough. But like a really fruity one. Because, like, sometimes cinnamon scrolls. Yeah, and instead of butter, yeah. it's lard. I don't know. I just don't understand why they picked this. I really am, like, who would make this? Who cooks with lard anymore? It's not a good ingredient. It's so bad for you. I've got nothing. <laughs> so what they were actually told was they need to bake a batch of nine lardy cake slices, which I think is mm-hmm. also a weird way of putting it, but that's fine. They need perfectly laminated dough packed with soaked fruit and homemade candied peel and they had three hours to do it 
And the clue was for perfection, you're going to need patience. Cool. I mean, anything bread that's basically 101? I don't know. <laughs> So we're just I, both so frustrated at this. I guess watch. I, I mean, I guess in terms of. Oh, sorry. I just got caught on my cord. Um, I guess in terms of of watching them trying to get the lamination in and all of that sort of stuff and like uh, struggling to decide is it going in the proving tray? Everyone put it in the proving tray. Um, is it this? Is it that? I I, I think it was probably quite good TV, but. What was created was not exciting to look at. No, it felt. Do you know very what I mean? Boarding there was no dessert. There was like no they Instagramming. They make huge trays. There was no Instagramming here. None. Like nothing about yeah. this challenge was Instagrammable. I'm sure it tastes all right. No, yes. No. I'm sure. But it doesn't it does. look appetizing, does it? Maybe with some like. I don't know. Maybe they should have made them make like a something to put to pour on it or whipped cream even i don't know i don't know just needed something else <laughs> anyway um shall we say our orders i think we probably all got them in the same order yeah i think it was it was pretty obvious was incredibly clear although simon <laughs> Simon tried to tell me Dan was going to be third, and I said to him, "No, no, my friend, no, absolutely not." No, Maddie Dan's is in third. Maddie is in third. Dan is in second, yep. and Josh is absolutely yep. number one. And he went, "Oh yeah, yeah." I just I explained my reasoning, and he went, "Yeah, you're right. Yeah, okay." So, so Maddie in third, <laughs> Dan second, Josh first. I said, "Okay, you retcon all you like, babe. That's fine." <laughs> you do you. It was it was um, obvious. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and let's talk about Maddie's bake. It was undercooked. It was raw. Like they literally said, it's quite raw yeah. and it's not laminated properly. And yeah, lamination is really bad. They needed more proving and more baking. And I don't know. Like I know I said before, was it good television? But like I didn't take a lot of notes about what Maddie was doing in this section. Like I don't. Have a memory. The only thing I remember was him trying to like smush out the lard on the sheet. Oh yeah, he of dough. That was yeah, about the only thing I ever really noticed. Because they all made the mistake of, of putting it in the proving drawer because it after after Prue had said mucked it up off screen not to do that. Yeah, yeah. Because so it's the butter. I'm actually shocked. Um, no, I'm not shocked. I was going to say I'm shocked that Dan wasn't in third, but I'm not because his was actually cooked enough to be edible. It yeah. was cooked a lot. The word it was quite cremated, crispy, wasn't it? Cremated was the word that was thrown around. <laughs> I um, think that's a little bit much, but it was sure. very black in some places. It had caught quite badly on the edges. Uh, okay, I thought it just looked um, more like. Sugar had gotten out or something and caramelized. Mm, maybe. Um, I did enjoy him writing patience in big capital letters across the top of his recipe um, <laughs> to remind himself. Um, I do that with sheet music and uh, I have a music stand with things written across the top of it in, in cray lead pencil from when I was playing violin when I was 12 or 13. 
little oh, things gosh. to help me remember stuff. So I was like, oh, look, look. But his looked sticky and and like it was way too warm. Like it didn't. Yeah, he did mention when it, he pulled it out it and was looked... trying to cut it, it was warm. But but even even when he was trying to do the, the envelope, envelope? Yeah. Folds? Um, yep. Both Maddie and Josh were actually able to like folds. fold them. Um, his was like, push it and hope, <laughs> just squishy and gross. Like, and he, yeah. he couldn't cool it down. Um, they said that it was overbaked. The layers were not very even. It was a nice flavor, but too dry and it stayed in the oven a bit too long. Didn't it? Could you actually see the layers that they were referring to? I think it was like they worked them out from the air pockets if they were kind of even yes, or if they I were like that's, bumpy. That's what I that's what I was looking at. Because I was looking I at the shots, I'm like, else. where is this lamination? Can they just not zoom in enough and get it defined? Or yeah, it was I strange. Um so that put Josh in first. Yes. Um There are <laughs> there are nine. They're sort of square can see the lamination. I mean, does this feel like faint praise or what? Like sort of square. Yeah. Um, they said the flavors there. I don't think anyone was enthused about this bake. They None really, not the judges, not nah, the contestants. No, nah. they really liked his mixed peel. Um, mm-hmm. They said it was the right color. It was the right flavor. Pretty decent, but that's not what you want in the final. You want triumph. You want yeah. Not even a little triumph. You want a big triumph, an absolute triumph, a total triumph. We didn't get that. We got pretty decent. Yeah. It's a bit disappointing. And I'm not saying that these people weren't trying really, really hard. They were. And you could see that they cared. You could see that they all cared Mm. very much about doing their best. Were they having a good time? (laughs) I don't think they were in this bake. I think it was just one of those, like, I have no idea what this is, so I don't know what it needs to look like, and, yeah. Just yeah. so bare. Yeah. All right, let's move on then. Love it. Showstopper. Mm. This week it was an elegant tiered celebration cake, and it had to be based off their first bake. Had to be inspired by your very first bake. They wanted them to take their first bake and elevate it into something incredible, something that could win the entire competition. It had to be at least three tiers. Um, mm-hmm. And they had four and a half hours. Um, I think, yes, the outcomes weren't what we were hoping for, but I also think this isn't a finale showstopper challenge. I've said it before and I will say it again. When you're doing the finale, I think they should be asked, being asked to show what they've done across the whole season. Yeah, so it yeah, should yeah. be, I mean, the Multi ultimate skills. for me is the high tea, right? And mm-hmm. you have to do, you know, eight different things and you have to have one cake, you have to have two mini things, you have to have three batches of this, you have to have savoury and sweet. You, do you know what I mean? I feel like mm-hmm. we didn't get uh, – well, we weren't given that. And that's that's what I think the finale showstopper should be. It should be a buffet or a banquet type thing with a centrepiece. Yeah, I think 
maybe it's the way they did this. They said the main thing has to be a tiered celebration cake and more like what Dan did, mm. which was where he bought in some other a things. A fail. It was a fail. Unsuccessfully. But, <laughs> yeah, like they're like, and it needs to have three additional elements that showcase yep. the range of skills. Yes. And that probably would have just brought it to that finale level. It just, this felt like what you would do in week one in Cake Week mm. as the, as the like showstopper bake mm. or dessert week or something. Yeah. It just, so, I don't know. It's just. And I'm, I'm not, I don't think I'm mad at the bakers. No. I think I'm upset with the challenge that they were given because I don't think it was super inspiring. That's a, that's a, exactly it. I think they they all worked brilliantly to the beat, to so the hard. brief. Yes, but they worked so hard and I think they all were doing their best to meet the brief, yeah. To varying levels of success, but I just, yeah, I just think it was just a kind of a bit of a throw in the towel moment mm. in terms of production. Yes. So that being said, mm. if you were doing this challenge... I what wish you would wouldn't ask me. Your I still don't have pot. an answer. I don't have an answer. Wait, I gave you your answer. Gingerbread <laughs> flavors. Fufunus. Because I, the only thing that I actually have ever baked properly is fufunus for Christmas. I think that could make a great theme for a cake. Mm. I just, I didn't feel very inspired by the challenge, Nathan. Okay, fair enough. Like you could do <laughs> a spiced sponge cake. Yeah. Have caramel in there. Yeah. Have maybe, if we're going European, so maybe some like apples, spiced apples as well mm-hmm. in a filling. Mm-hmm. You could do a nice creamy frosting. You could decorate it with lots of other things. With You could make fefanus as well to mm-hmm. go alongside it and stick on. They are on. easy or I wouldn't make them. Exactly. So like, you know, it's a thing. I think it works. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what would yours be? So my f- first bake is like a boring packet mix. Actually, oh no, I've used this before, so I'm going to go over to your plate. So I got, the first kind of good celebration cake I made in keeping with this theme was red velvet. Mm, so I would do a red velvet and it has to have obviously red, layers of red velvet cake. Mm-hmm. It would have to have strawberries because that was what I would have decorated with. Mm. Cream cheese frosting. Um, and then it probably, I think to elevate it, it would be, um, probably just cream cheese frosting, but highly decorated. Um, and then some sugar work, I reckon Mm. to just kind of maybe a nest or something to kind of just make it feel that bit more fantastic. Mm. I feel like they were probably told they needed to do at least two different flavours because everyone had at least two flavours in their cakes. Yeah. yeah I don't I think that I don't think it was stated clearly anywhere in the brief that was given during the episode. Mm, no, I don't think so. I could be wrong, so but I, I, I certainly didn't my... catch it. But everyone had two flavours. I think you just kind of know that you have that's the way to elevate it is mm. adding complexity of cakes. Mm. Um, I guess so on the back of that then I'm adding a cheesecake layer in okay. to mine okay because I've done that before and it's pretty tasty with red velvet cool uh, alright let's talk about the bakes mm-hmm. so first up we've got Dan's lemon drizzle memory lane cake 
So this was made with layers of lemon curd, lemon chilo, creme mousseline, uh, raspberry compote. Uh, he had Italian meringue. He had white chocolate col collars. Um, and then he had on the outside lemon macarons with lemon curd and raspberry compote filling. Mm -hmm. um, Dan pulled a Dan and tried to do too much. Yep. Agreed. Um, I think he could have just gotten rid of the macarons. if. And Noel didn't help. Noel threw the timer, probably broke something again. You'd think they'd have told him no more throwing <laughs> things in the tent, Noel, but apparently not. Well, I think Noel's just going to Noel. Yeah, Noel is absolutely going to Noel. Um, yeah, the macarons <laughs> were quite a disaster, I think. They were sticking to the tray, which I don't think. Well, they weren't cooked. They weren't cooked. That was just, he just rushed them. Yeah. Um, and then he had a terrible, he had a bit of a lean on his cakes and then his collar was too short for like every single layer, I think. Like, the look he gave the camera when he put it round and you could see that, that's when he was like, don't swear, Dad, don't swear. It's just like, of course, that was the look. It was just like, a, of course it's not big enough. <laughs> I'm like, did you, was that meant for the middle tier? Maybe but, you mixed but, them but up. But I don't think, but none of them were. When you looked at the whole cake, all of them had gaps where the collars didn't fit. Like each tier, he just mustn't have. I don't know what happened. Correctly, and and he was like, "Oh, well, I'm just gonna hide. Say... I'm gonna hide the imperfections behind the macarons." Sure, dude, try. The macarons <laughs> well, are just as imperfect as the imperfections you're trying to hide with them. Like, yeah. no, oh dear. Drew did say it was very bold of him to attempt three <laughs> chocolate collars. I was yeah. like, oh, oh, and, and what did Paul say? They were very cracked. Yeah. I'm just taking your job away from you now. Um. No, you said it. You're right. It's cracked quite a bit, was what he said. Yeah, you're mm. absolutely correct. Um, Paul did like the white chocolate against the raspberry. He liked the meringue. Um, the meringue did look good. He did not like the macarons. He said they were terrible and that he wouldn't have even bothered putting them on because it ruined it. Mm. Uh, so, sorry, sort of ruins it. Um, he said it looks a lovely sponge, though. <laughs> Prue said it needed more lemon. Which is problematic yeah, when it's a impressed. lemon drizzle cake. Um, Paul was talking about how he said, like, the soak had only gone so far, like, the lemon drizzle soak had only got so far in yeah. to the cake, so it hadn't gone through. But Must he said have been the, quite a dense sponge then. He said the flavour was delicious, the bake was lovely, so dense, Wonder but, like, he... dense in the right way? I don't know. Did you see him? I, I could have sworn I watched him put it? holes. I'm sure he poked it. I'm sure he He must have just it. put enough liquid in then. Yeah. They were really unhappy with the macarons. Um, Prue said that the, they were really pasty, which is gross. Yeah. Um, they didn't look very nice. <laughs> there was a very cute moment when <laughs> they were saying, you know, oh, it's a little bit flawed, and, and Dan said, I'll work on it for next week. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone had a nice little giggle. <laughs> Still smiling think... at the end, even though I think Dan knew he was right out of the he... running. He knew, yeah. Sorry, Dan. Mm. Um, there was just no coming back from it, I think. I think going up, he knew that he wasn't going to win. No. Going up to the judging yes. table. With yeah, yeah, it. yeah. I agree. I think he was like, oh, I am just flubbed it. Well, he, anyway. he did He did say that after after the judging of this round. He, he did say to camera that it was between Maddie and Josh. He reckoned he yeah, was definitely yeah, right yeah. out of it. That's that's pretty heartbreaking. Like, it is. 
Especially for someone who has won how many Star Bakers? I thought he only had two. But he won a lot of technicals, didn't he? Damn. Yeah, he won Starbaker week one and seven. Mm. And then he was high twice. Yep. Uh, but only low ones. Maddie has two Starbakers. Mm. I think everyone and Josh has two only Starbakers. has has two as well, yeah. but was high five times. So he had the he was really probably the highest scoring out of the three of them because Maddie either won, was low, or was safe. He never had a high. Um, yep. And was Josh was never in the low in the bottom. Nope. Yeah, very consistent. Really, really consistent. Yep. Good on him. Um. Well, yep. let's talk about his bake. His final <sighs> celebration cake. Yeah. No. Yes. Yes. Sure, let's go with his. I meant Josh's, but anyway. Did you not say Josh? You did say Josh. Okay. Let's do Josh's a slice for all seasons cake. Uh, okay. Let's not do this after work again. <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> We're doing Josh's cake. Okay, so uh, he was saying that his sort of first cake was a Victoria sponge cake, which I think mm. is like almost everyone's like. Yeah. It makes a lot you of do sense. Scones, and then you do a sponge cake. Never made scones. You've never made a scone. Like maybe at really? school, maybe in like yeah, like say in year seven, in home ec or Food whatever tech. it was. Yeah. Mm, I can't remember that long ago. I'm old now. That was definitely the first thing we made in food tech with scones. I can't remember. I remember because someone made a scone snowman and then threw it out the window. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, um, <laughs> he had grated apple in the sponges. Uh-huh. Um, he had a rhubarb and strawberry jam in one of them and lemon curd in the others, I think. Um, I think it was rhubarb in two he ended up with. That's right. I think I he know. had three flavours, but he only ended up doing two. Oh. Two. I thought it was yeah, always going to be only two, but the top two layers were the same and the bottom mm. one was a different one because the bear also was like, wait, why does he have two the same? And I was like, I assume they were told they only had to have two different flavours. Mm, yeah. Well, because that's pretty much what everyone did, isn't it? No yeah, one made so. three different flavors. No, I don't think so. I'm confused. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure that was it. Anyway, yeah. keep going. Um, <laughs> it's interesting that watching how because he did the um the dowel and we could very clearly see his perspex sheets going in on top of his dowel. Mm, um, in between yep, the cakes, yep. I didn't see anybody else doing that. When they cut into it, you could see the dowel as well. But he's the only one who it seemed to not work for. So it's interesting that they showed it so clearly because he had a bit of compression on his bottom on, on his bottom oh, tier. Oh, right. I was about to say because it wasn't wonky. No, his wasn't but... wonky. His was the only one that wasn't wasn't wonky at all. I think because his cakes were quite dense, mm. I'm guessing. Um, well, and and he had a cake, lot of frosting. And I think his cake was the biggest cake. Oh, Maddie's was probably tall. Maddie's looked taller. Yeah, but it didn't look as big. Like, it wasn't terrifying watching it, Maddie carry his. It was watching like, Josh carry his was terrifying. I was worried it was going to go. And, I mean, anywhere. they really milked it, didn't they? They were like well, intense they, music as he was walking down the aisle. Oh, and sorry, he also did um, strawberry biscuits with mint mm. 
windows um, to make like a little greenhouse on top of the whole thing. That's a cute. I like that flavor combination. Look, and I have to be meat. honest, I thought his cake was quite nice. I, I quite like. Did not. No, I know. I was really shocked. I I thought it was the closest to being something that looked like a showstopper for GBBO. And we'll talk about okay. we'll talk about yeah. we'll talk about Maddie's in a second. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'll explain what I mean. But I thought his looked like there was thought and purpose, and uh-huh. it was a little bit no, cutesy, and like it felt closest to a showstopper for me. And he still had the whole theming, and he had like the little uh, the little fence around the outside of yeah. his plate, and I, I don't know why he put marrows he's... on it, but that's okay. Well, he has his giant marrows. He Sarah. does have his giant marrows. He's very pleased with them. His award-winning um, giant marrow. Yes, yes, he won. He won first place with his giant marrow. And if you don't know what a marrow is, because that people don't really know what marrows are in Australia, they're like a gourd or like a big pumpkin. Yeah. So Prue loved the greenhouse and thought the mm. colours. He'd done sort of like a pink or peachy and green, uh, very sort of pastel-y. pastel-y. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Paul said it's straight and level. Very Easter colours. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he wasn't happy with the pipe work. He said it could have been more polished. And I thought, oh, oh, okay. I I kind of I'm not sure get I agree what with Paul that. was saying. Like it, it wasn't elegant. But it wasn't and, supposed to be. Yes, it was. It's an elegant tiered celebration cake. That's what YouTube said. Oh, what, what Wikipedia says. And I'd say it wasn't overly elegant. It was a, probably a bit more cartoonish. I don't know. You're right, it was supposed to be elegant. I beg your pardon. <laughs> I beg right. your pardon. But I I liked the cartoony. I thought it, it gave it... I liked like it. A, I thought it was very cute. I loved it. It was probably the one I'd get more excited over, I think. I I'd liked it. Like, it was, it was my favourite looking to see one. What's, what's the inside of this cake. Like, it doesn't overly tell me what it's going to taste like. But at least the colours are quite inviting and it doesn't feel yeah. like something I, I've seen a million times. Or something that you get from Michelle's patisserie in the mall. Which is kind of what Dan's looked like, didn't it? It's kind of what I thought Maddie's looked like too a little bit. Okay. Okay, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, um, Prue really liked his... Strawberry apple and rhubarb one. Mm-hmm. She said the jam was perfect. She liked the sponge. Paul said he didn't get any apple. Those strawberry and apple flavors needed something more. The strawberry and rhubarb. No, but there was apple in the sponge as well. Oh right, yes, yes, yes. Gotcha. Because they even um, before well while he was mixing and grating his apples, they're like it's really hard to get apple flavor yep. into a cake itself. Yeah. So they kind of foreshadowed it. Yeah, they did. Um, the bottom tier got a little bit compressed with the weight of the other two tiers. They said the lemon mm. curd was lovely and nice. Um, Prue thought perhaps another layer of lemon curd would have been good. But Paul said the sponge was overcooked. Um, Paul was really cruel this Paul, judge, this, this week. I think that... What we saw was done very purposefully so that we wouldn't riot when they announced the winner. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because I think watching the feedback for Josh here 
mm. and the feedback for Maddie here in this, I turned to I turned to the bear and I said, ah, we know who's winning. They're, this is them trying to make sure we know that he deserves the win. This was before yeah. we got to the end and been told who'd won. I knew there was no way. There was no way Josh was walking out of this bake oh. with the win. Yeah, it was kind of obvious. And I think he should have won. Mm. I think Josh should have won the whole season. Sorry, controversy and too early. I don't think um, that's controversial at all. I think that's a very fair opinion to have. Um, um, like, I loved Matt. I think it could have gone either way. I think, particularly given those stats that you gave us before. Yeah. And I think that we were given very specific feedback to I tell mean, the story. Previous seasons, they have said, we can't just look at what they do in the finale. We have to go back and look at what they did throughout the season. So it's not like that wasn't an option to use as justification for a win because they've done it in the past. But that's the thing. They couldn't use the rest of it as justification for Maddie to win because Josh. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, who would have they've conveniently forgot that they didn't have to look at their previous work when you're like, well, you have used that before, though. Yes. So, yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> speaking of Paul being mean, boring is too strong a word, but oh, it's on its way. So cruel. Such a cruel thing to say. Not I'm your sorry. best I'm really shot. upset at him for saying that. It was, it was, uh, fla- flavours are adequate, but I wanted to see much more of your journey in the tent. What we got from Josh was the most personal bake out of the three bakes we saw in the showstopper round. That was his cake. We knew that was Josh's cake. Yeah, yeah, agreed. The only thing more that would have made it, Josh, would have been a little football on top. Yes, something sporty. But (laughs) yeah, well, except his little Maddie does sporty stuff as well. But you know, yeah, but we all know Maddie's not good at making sport bakes. No, remember that shield? Yep. Oh no, (laughs) no, I had blocked that from my memory. (laughs) Oh, now I'm sad. Um, oh, that was so bad. That was bread week? Yeah, it was the West Ham shield. Oh, it was yeah. so bad. Oh, so, yes, um, poor Josh. I thought that was really mean. And I thought yeah. that Josh's, I mean, I just think it's so interesting that they said, I wanted to see much more of your journey in the tent. And Josh's was the only one that felt personal. Hmm. In terms of what you saw on the plate, like not necessarily in terms of like the reasoning why they made it, but what you saw on the plate, the other two were far more generic looking bakes. They weren't, we look at this and we know it's yours. Yeah. I will come to it. Actually, I won't say it now. Um, Let's move on. It's going to sound, I'm making it sound like I didn't love what Maddie did. I actually really enjoyed Maddie's like story that went along with all of this and I enjoyed it. I thought it was gorgeous and cute but I don't think he should have won. Yeah. So speaking of Maddie, he made his final celebration cake. So he made uh, a chocolate tear. So he did chocolate Genoese sponges um, Mm -hmm. uh, that I think had crumbled brownie and French buttercream in the layers. Mm -hmm. And then he had his middle... Uh, one of the buttercreams. Yeah, the, the outside. Though, the outside. Remember... The outside was the Swiss buttercream. Ah, good point. Yeah. Thank you. Um, the middle tier he made with Victoria sponges, 
um, with lemon and raspberry jam. Was it, was there rosemary in there as well in the sponge? Mm, I vaguely remember seeing that when they did the, the drawing. If there was, I didn't catch it. I might, might have misheard raspberry for rosemary. They're quite similar. Or maybe I'm, or maybe I wrote down raspberry and it was rosemary. <laughs> oh, it's a mystery. Um, You'll so have to watch the was, episode. He was more swearing. Um, his middle tier sponges were underbaked. He, he, you know, he did the little slicing off of the top to make them flat and he went, oh, they're not cooked all the way. So he just popped them back in the oven because he didn't have time to cook them again. Um, and then, <laughs> then he had to put them in the scratch. freezer to try to get them to cool quickly. And yeah, there was a lot of hot swapping of cakes this episode, wasn't there? From yeah. everyone, everyone, yeah. So this is the bit that I really enjoyed. Was hmm. I quite? I, I actually really liked. I thought his cake was really pretty. Um, I loved that he said that Lara, his girlfriend, had had given him an art lesson, and he'd she'd given him very specific instructions. You know. The paintbrush goes on this way. Everything goes in the same direction and all of that sort of stuff. I loved all of that and I thought it was fairly effective. I think maybe the gold leaf didn't hit for me. I think because he ended up with sort of like pink and purple-ish splodges Mm. or paint smears or I don't know how else to sort of describe it. Smears, yeah. Um. Then he put some gold leaf all over and he did sort of piping, um, that quite traditional looking. Um, like the piped waves with rid- yeah. that are ridges. Yeah. Um, and they were done in sort of like a mix of the colours of the the pink and the purple. and Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or- maybe orange? I don't know. Peach? I don't know. doesn't matter. Yeah. It, very bridal. Yes. And it was pretty. Mm. But was it a showstopper for me? I think it was just pretty. Like, the lead was so it. funny. I, I was so I, I, I get over. Um, it was Pru, really funny. Prue looked at it and she went, it's leaning a bit. And Maddie goes, for dramatic effect. And I was like. <laughs> that was very like <laughs> a little bit too forced. I loved it. Um, Prue loved the colour combination. Um, Paul liked the decoration. He liked the piping. He liked the fruit. It was just the lean was a problem. Um, they said the sponge was so beautiful and light, like they cut into it and pulled it out. And 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 Prue said, "It did look very light, didn't Prue it?" Prue said, "I'm surprised it weighs enough to cause the lean." Um, this was another <laughs> I just one of those how times. bad his dowling was for it to cause that lean because he did say this he'd only started dowling this week, like that was the uh... first time he dowled. So I'm not when when I came back and watched it for the second time and I was watching that bit, I was like, "Oh, that does make sense why he's like." not sure what happened because I just think he's very experienced. I've, I don't think I've ever dowled a cake. I don't really do multi-tiers unless it's like just icing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I um, mean, you know, where you put the dowels matters. Yeah. You've got to get it. It can make a real difference. Uh, Um, What else did judges say? Prue had to have a second bite because she thought it tasted so good. Um, she was really milking that moment. She was. Just like waving the fork around and then, oh, I'm just going to have to have another bye. <laughs> um, the Victoria sponge tear, they loved the jam. Paul said he loved the cake. It reminded him of some of the nice birthday cakes I had when I was a kid. 
Okay, Paul. Is that a, is that a good thing in a showstopper? Reminds you know. of a kid's birthday Did party. Did he eat cake? it with his own silver spoon? It's very interesting. Um, they said the beautiful sponge. They said all the flavors are perfect. Really, really perfect. There's nothing wrong with this cake except that it's on the lean. Everything else is perfect. Just in case we weren't sure who they were going to give the win to. Perfect. Perfect cake. It must have tasted pretty amazing. Like, I just... Well... Yeah. The brownie crumb was a... a no- I like the idea of the brownie crumb in the mm. in the chocolate cake because I think that would have added that additional chewy, crumbly, crunchy, yeah. depending on which part of the brownie you used it from. So I think that's a good way to give it depth of texture. Um... I think he could have gone more with the decorations. I think it needed a lot more pretty. brush strokes. Because it, it was kind of like half a naked cake. Yes. And half a kind of more art, brush, like decorated icing it, cake. And it, I think I would have preferred if he'd gone full into one. It was giving then, me sort of like yeah, a cheap wedding cake. Or like mm. something you get from like a cake. Like it, it wasn't it giving me. It feels like an Instagram cake from 10 years ago. Mm, okay. Before, um, yeah, that's what it kind of like when people were really just starting to get into doing cake decorating on YouTube. And this is the thing that they would do for the week, mm. which is probably where he got it from. Or, or where Lara got it from because she was the one teaching him. I, yeah. I think there was he had a little bit of help at home which is i think totally fine like i love it i loved it but the one thing i really liked what really stood out to me was the moment between him and allison actually where they were talking about she was his favorite um, oh sorry he was her favorite he was he was her favorite 100 percent. she was totally on board um yeah, but he was, she was saying you know why don't you bake more for your kids at school and he's like oh i don't know i just kind of keep it to myself and she's like babes you don't need to you've proven yeah. that you're a great cook and it was just this kind of it was a gentle challenge it was a gentle nudge to just be like because and, and she didn't call it out but you could tell she was like he said he brought something in and everyone assumed that lara had made it and he didn't yeah correct and he them. didn't correct them and it was it was that kind of she didn't need to say it outright, but you could tell no. what the intent was behind her saying this was your masculinity is not challenged by the fact that you bake. No. And that you're good at it. Yes. Like that's 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 the message she was doing and it was delivered in such a perfect way because it didn't, like it just reminded him and said, no, nah, babes, you're better than that. Like not, oh, you don't need to be ashamed. Like not calling him out and making him feel embarrassed for it. It's just an encouragement to just be yourself and people will accept you for it because you're doing something you love. Yeah. Anyway. Um, was there anything else to say about the cake? Um, no. Uh, the partner did say to me, which I think is possibly his quote of the season for me, uh, these showstoppers don't look as showstoppy as they have in other episodes. <laughs> More like a doorstop than a showstopper. <laughs> he was not impressed. I get it. Yeah. No, but oh, I well. I agree. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. All right. So I think we can probably, we'll, we'll do plan favourite right at the end because okay. I think we don't really need to give much. We already know who won. Yes. 
Maddie won. Maddie won. And had a weird e- and- the the video stuff at the end where they, oh. he was like doing his victory lap was, was weird. weird. Yeah. It was weird. Weird but, editing. But also, I think um, when he told us about how he hadn't applied for the show, because Alison was saying you didn't think you'd get here, and he was like, I didn't really think about it because I, none of this was this wasn't my like he didn't say this wasn't my idea, but he was like I hadn't thought it through. Because I didn't mm-hmm. think it would be a thing. And I mm-hmm. think even right up till the end, I think perhaps he didn't think, oh, yeah, I could win this. I think he liked winning. I'm not saying he didn't. For sure. But I don't think he ever took himself as seriously. Like, this sounds like I'm saying he didn't care. He cared. I just think that he didn't think it would happen for him. I think Dan is the opposite. Yeah. Like, he thought he was going to win. He definitely has the skills to win. He got to the final. He yeah. just kind of, as he said, I'm overcomplicating it again. Yeah. Like, and he just couldn't stop himself. And Josh was quietly confident, I think, going into this, going, I've got a great track record. But Josh seems like someone who probably isn't overly showing of emotions. He seems to be quite, you know, I as you said was- last week, he's a quiet achiever. I think he was disappointed. He looked heartbroken. Yeah. After those comments, I think it was, that's again, why I just was like, it was just such a cruel thing to say. Yeah. Because for someone like Josh, who you know is, you know, he can't just take things off. Like he, it, it's something that would affect him more by saying it that way. And yes. I think it was me. Anyway. Um, so who was your flan favourite of the season? Of the season? Yeah, we always do the of the season in the, in the last episode. Do we? Yeah. I must always be drunk. Um. <laughs> yeah, your flan favourite of the season. And it can be anyone. I think it is Josh. Okay. I think it is Josh. I think Good that choice. Josh had some really sweet bakes. I think he made a couple of things that I was really tickled by. Um, and I loved how much he loved his nan. I really loved Great. that. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Because mm. I can't pick Alison again. <laughs> I mean, you could. I said you could pick anyone. Um, and for you? My one? Um, I'm torn. Yeah. So I think in terms of journey, I would go with Chrissy. Christy. 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 I can't even say her name. God, Christy. <laughs> Did I get her name right once this season? I'm yes, so sorry. Yes, that's the first time I've caught you doing it, I'm sure. Although apparently. No, you've definitely called me out before on it. Anyway. Um. Maggie proved. I think I really love seeing her grow over the season because she kind of was a bit of a mess at the start. Like she struggled with the stress, but she always kind of pushed through. She pulled herself together. And I really like seeing that. Yeah. Nice. I like it. In terms of personality, Saku or Tasha? Mm. Probably Saku. I just, Saku is a mum that I would love to have. So Or just a person I'd like to know. She doesn't even have to be my mum. That's a weird 
Oedipus thing. Um, <laughs> no, no, okay. That was a bad reference. <laughs> I am just digging a hole. I love Saku. Saku. Was just, Saku's I think she would be so much fun. Agreed. Um, and I think I would really get along well with Tasha. Um, she had the right mix of not taking herself too seriously, but also being really committed to excellence. Yes. And I really appreciate that because I think in a tent environment, she'd be great to have. Yes. And she'd be great to have on your team when you're under envi- under stress because she would still get the job done. She'll still have great flavours, great interesting ideas, but she's not a stress head. She just kind of gets in and does it. Anyway. Um, we did get this week a Where Are They Now? Which was cute. Did you watch it? Yes. Yes. I didn't write anything down. Yeah, I always enjoy it. I love it. I like it's cute. I like when we see that they've still done stuff together and gone and visited each other and I love it. Where it was like Rowan graduated and people went for drinks and yeah, no, I love it. Yeah, because it was Saku and who was on the road? Nikki. Nikki. Wasn't it? They were like doing, they obviously probably told them and paid them to do it, but I thought it was very cute and you know, we got to see that Maddie at least has a wedding date if he hadn't asked her to marry before. Honestly, I thought he was going to ask her to marry her at the finale. Yeah, I was concerned. <laughs> I was like, because they were really setting it up that that was what he was going to do during that that spiel, but they didn't. No. No, no, I thought that was what was anyway. going to happen too. Yeah, I did. Oh, well. It was So overall, really liked the season. I enjoyed it. I thought there were some great characters. I think it ran out of steam maybe an I episode think, or two early. I think the finale in particular, I was, I was disappointed. I don't think I was actively disappointed until the finale. Hmm. Agreed, yeah. Even, yeah, even Patisserie was good, but... Yeah, I just, yeah, I think it started No, I, to, I, I hear what you're saying, yeah. And, you know, they said this season that they were going back to basics, which they didn't really, like, none of these, except maybe Botanicals was probably the most out there, but they've done Botanical Week before. Mm. Everything else was pretty, more like the earlier seasons, which is both a good thing and a bad thing. Tell me I'm, tell me I'm making this up. Did we, did we have a week where they made biscuit sculptures? They had a biscuit week. It was week two, and they made the illusion biscuit display. Remember, we had multiple charcuterie boards, cheese boards. Uh, okay, yeah, all right. Yeah, we just and we, we Tasha didn't... made the cut the katsu bowl. Yes. Oh, yes, that was amazing. Yeah, yeah, that was all right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So all in all. Still happy to have watched the season. Yeah, absolutely. Probably not the top season that I've watched, but no. can't complain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it still did pretty well in the charts. Anyway. All right. Well, that's the season. Thank mm-hmm. you, everyone, so much for listening in. It's been a bit of a while, a bit of a struggle to get these last few episodes out, but we did it. Hooray. We did it. Hooray. We did it. So um, we'll be back. At some point, I imagine. We will. We, we may be doing Bake Off. We may try something else. Mm-hmm. We've got a few ideas, don't we? 
some stuff is percolating. Yeah, I think it might wait till next year till we're both a little bit less busy. But I mean, we'll see how there's we go. not a lot left of this year, so so next year is fun. no. But I mean, you've got to get through your show, and I know that that is a big show for you. Yeah. Um, no pressure. No pressure. Um, so you know, we might wait until after that's done so that you've got a focus on that because I'd love to do something maybe a little bit special for the next mm. thing. Maybe mm. some video if we could do something different. I don't know. Oh. I'll talk to you about it. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> um, maybe something that we record the whole thing at once and then release. Maybe. Mm. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, if you would like to find us in the meantime and follow us along, you certainly can. We'd love it if you did. You can find me at Do You Even Bake Bro, where I pretty much just put up everything I bake and law the savoury foods. It's, it's delicious. Lovely. I bought... I bought new plates recently, so everything's starting to look a little bit fancier. You know. Ooh. It's La Crusette. Um, oh. And Sarah, where they can they find you? At Shalarina. At Shalarina. And uh, you can see what I have for lunch when I go to work. Exactly. And I go buy food. Who doesn't love that? Um, we'd also really like to thank Glengore Phillips for the music. You, it was always a pleasure having him as our personal composer and really just, you know, brings the show all together. So thank mm. you, Glenn. And Sarah, why don't you take us out on a final pun for the season? Look, I was going to tell a bread joke, but it's uh, a bit stale. Oh, uh, cool. Much like this finale. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>